All right, so we're back here on another special Couch Coach Live. We're back. We took a bad week last week, but we are back here at Couch Coach Live. What's going on, JB? Not much. What's going on with you, man? Not much, man. You know, just working, chilling, watching, uh, enjoying this uh, NFL season, college football season. You know, it's it's the fall and and even yeah. a little bit, of, you know, and um, and also some spring of football. You know, so definitely, um, football's in the air. Yeah, and, nice um, to see. Yeah. Nice, nice to see. Like the stadiums are back, and there's like you know, mm-hmm. like some some resemblance of like normalcy this this time around. Right. It felt weird. Like and yeah, because actually, because um, because I went to a game. I went to the second game, and it was like yeah, it felt good. Even though I went to the state championship, but it wasn't as many people as it is currently it was you know more of a skeletal type of situation in may when i went but when i went you know two weeks ago it was oh man it was nice like it, it felt like old times again it felt like 2019 mm-hmm. so yeah definitely yeah and um like you said just to kind of get back to normalcy you know having fans in the stands and just just, just being normal just i mean mm-hmm. you know it's it's been a been a very interesting uh a year and some change but you know yeah definitely Having some semblance to, to normalcy, I play that way. But yep, so we gotta talk about this Monday night football game before we <laughs> just dive into the Monday night football game. And obviously, Green Bay Packers did get back on the uh, um, actually their first win of the season, beating the uh, Detroit Lions. Um, your thoughts mm-hmm. on the game last night? Um, I mean. If you would have told me that the Lions would have had the lead in the first half, I would have been a bit surprised. But I think the game played out like kind of how we all expected it to Green Bay to win by double digits. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that they definitely looked a lot better this game around. Um, Aaron Rodgers wasn't under the same amount of duress, and they were able to do some things uh, this time around that they weren't able to do against uh, against the, the Saints. And it's just kind of crazy, man. As good as the Saints look in the first week, they look bad in the second yeah. week and vice versa with Green Bay as bad as they look, they look much better. And I think a lot of that has to do with, um, I, I think one of the things that's really interesting, I, I think that this football season is going to be a bit different than other football seasons. I think it's going to be very similar to last year. I think a lot of teams are going to be using the first month of the season as kind of an extended preseason yeah. because a lot of starters and stuff didn't really play in the preseason. So, um, I think that we really can't make any like rash judgments on team. I think that we're really not going to see what a team really is like until probably the middle of October, the end of October. Yeah. And like you said, yeah, because you look at most of the majority of the teams didn't start, uh, didn't start their starters. And then, because Adam, we will talk about in preseason, what is, what would be your dress rehearsal? We only have a three game preseason, like, Mm -hmm. because a part of you like, okay, is it week two or is it week three? And you, and you can tell like teams were doing it differently versus in the previous years where you had situations where everybody kind of uniformly like, all right, game three is our dress rehearsal. Yeah, some that look at their dress rehearsal as game two, some had mm-hmm. theirs as, as a final game. So this is one of the things, like you said, it kind of threw everybody off for a loop. And like you said, and you just look at, even though I know this sounds kind of crazy, even though we sit here just in week two, but you look at a lot of like one and one teams, you know, as far as you know that we that we deem as far as you know contenders per se. 
But you just look at it, and it just just simple fact of like you said, it's gonna be a wide open season. And like you said, taking the accounts of everything at this point, it's kind of like it's 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 too early to kind of make those type of calls. But like you said you really ain't gonna really see these teams kind of get to a groove until maybe like four or five games into the season, because like you said, it takes work. Regardless, even if you have a unit that's been together for you know it's you know. Yeah. It's still it's still gonna have to happen. You still gotta have that type of chemistry and that kind of um, you know, that momentum going forward. But yeah, um, I mean the game pretty much is kind of almost what I kind of thought it was gonna be. I mean, I didn't think Detroit was gonna hang in that long. Yeah, Detroit, it, Detroit did their thing. Um Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, he just had another another normal yeah. day office to me. So it was yeah. good. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I also think that there were some things that kind of we kind of already had known. Um, yeah. I think that it's it kind of last night kind of proved that Jared Goff, he's not a bad weather kind of quarterback. And I mean, like, you know, like he played good the first half, but when the weather kind of changed, right. like you figure they scored 17 points in the first half, but in the second half, they weren't really able to do anything. There were always have been questions about, you know, he's a Southern California kid. Can he play? Can he play in cold weather? And can he play in bad weather? And I mean, you know, you look at it like even when the Rams made the Super Bowl, he played really bad football in weather that was under 40 degrees. And, you know, in that division, if they're ever going to make the playoffs, if he's their guy, he's going to have to improve that because, you know, you have to play Green Bay outside. You're going to have to play uh, you're going to have to play the Bears outside and you might be playing those teams, you know, in November or December when the weather, when the elements are not good outside. And another thing that kind of I've, I I kind of think we do. There are some issues in the in the Packers secondary. I think that Kevin King is the guy that teams are always going to attack. And, you know, I didn't really realize how slow he was until last year in the championship game when he got torched a couple of times in the championship game. But like he's the kind of guy that I think teams are going to continue to attack because uh, their other quarterback didn't play last game. Right. Um What's um, the other guy? The one that's good. The one that's really good. Um, uh, I can't think oh, of his name right um, now. Um, 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 it's all with a T. Yeah, um, but um, um, Ke- I know you're about, um yeah, Ke- Kevin King is 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 is, 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 is a problem. Um, and don't get me wrong, man. I, I don't think he's horrible or anything like that. But like playing him on the outside, I mean, if you have a receiver with some speed, he can get cooked. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah, and. Yeah, and like you said, and, and Green, yeah, because I think one, yeah, because once the once the rain really started picking up, that's when like Detroit offense just went, you know, just went blank. It, it, yeah. it was non-existent. It was it was non it, it was non-existent, man. And like you know, you kind of got that feeling when Green Bay took the two score lead. You kind of had a feeling that it was over with. And yeah, once they got once they got the lead, thirty five to seventeen, it it was a wrap. So. Yeah, and yeah, and this is you know it's one of those things where it's just like yeah, I mean like you said it's Detroit, Detroit going like I said Detroit it's gonna, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long season, uh, mm-hmm. long season of just biting kneecaps, but hey you know, <laughs> and like you said and it was just another ra- random day with uh, Green Bay. I'm really like and a lot of people are saying they back they back. I'm like no, I'm more 
I'm gonna wait till like they play like San Francisco next week. And, and yeah, I think that I think I think that's gonna be I think that's yeah. gonna be and I think that yeah, there yeah. are some really intriguing games next week. I think that that San Francisco yes. that yes, San Francisco really, Green Bay yeah. is gonna be intriguing because San you know when San Francisco has kind of been a house of horrors for Green Bay. Um, yeah. Yeah. During the Mike Shanahan era, uh, during the Kyle Shanahan era, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the other game I'm looking at is the LA Tampa game. I think that that yeah. actually could be a preview of the NFC Championship game. game. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and that's yeah, and that's my thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for Green Bay with that situation. Now, you know, they if they can pull off that victory in Santa Clara on Sunday night, then then I can look at okay, Green Bay might got a little bit of semblance. But um, but at this point, it's a it's a divisional it's a divisional opponent that they've owned. I think this is their twenty seventh win out of the last thirty times they played Detroit at home. Oh, yeah. So I don't really take take too much stock in it. But um, yeah, the Monday night um, situation was good. Then obviously now I'm, I'm, I've been hooked to um, Eli and Peyton their broadcast every um, every Monday now. Like yeah, I, I don't think I'm ever gonna go back to Greasy. Um, Steve and, um, and and my boy um, uh, Lewis Riddick. <laughs> I don't know. I like I, I might do it one of these days, but I, I like what they do. It's, it's it, it makes it a little bit more interesting to me. I think, in my personal opinion, as far as um, it's just and I know it's, it's just, it feels like it's more of a it feels like more of an event now. I think when I when I hear Peyton and Eli and they, you know obviously they bring guests in and what have you, and, you, and it's, it's interesting though. It's almost it's not it's not like a party vibe. But it just feel like it's just like you just kicking it with your friends. You talk to football versus you know the you know versus the regular commentary that you get um, from those three guys. And, yeah, so. from and the ESPN commentary team has been kind of weak for a while now. Like for yeah. me, like uh, Sunday is where it's at. Like you know, I you know like uh, yeah. Troy Aikman, Joe Buck, and then you know of course you have Jim Nance and Tony Romo on um, on yeah. CBS. So I mean, don't don't. Yeah. Like the the ESPN commentary team is just not very good. I mean, they did like you know get rid of Booker McFarland and put him more yeah. on the pre-show, which I thought was good, but it's yeah. just not good, man. Even Sunday Night Football commentary team, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, though it's better. Yeah. It's just better. Yeah. Like ESPN needs to step up their game, man. And then you <laughs> well, even, yeah. yeah. even got Mike Tirico pitching, so it's just like oof. Like yeah. so, that's like you said, and yeah, and. But I think that was their kind of way of kind of stepping up their game because I think all those guys are pretty much taking for it. And, and we look at ESPN and just everything that's going on internally in that company, where it's like everybody knows, you know, as far as because everybody who's kind of been something at ESPN has, has moved on and, mm-hmm. and, and, and done bigger things. And you just look at it from a standpoint, can ESPN – Kind of recreate that that mojo that they used to have, which I don't think is going to happen at this point. And the the only thing is, if they could, the only thing is, I think if they get the Super Bowl, then I think that's when they're going to ante up and get um and, and get somebody. And I, they probably might put Peyton in the booth. I would not oh, be yeah. surprised. I think if, if 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 it's a point, if you see the success of um of what they do on ESPN two. Then if you know if they you know as far as this new uh, far as the network deals, and just say for instance if ESPN throws you know throws money at them say hey we want to host Super Bowl I mean we want to broadcast Super Bowl, mm-hmm. that's what's gonna I think I think that's gonna be the only way I think that's this really gonna really be spiced up where they can be in that rotation. But like you said, I mean 
play by play, like in, in the primetime games, yeah, like you said, and um, you can't beat them. And then, like you said, the Fox team and also um, and the CBS team, especially in, in, those, in those primetime games. And then, obviously, with the Thursday night game with your, with your boy, Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, you know. But, yeah, he, he called a fantastic game on last Thursday night, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah, man. So so let's put a bow on uh, week two of the NFL season. So we're gonna do the good, bad, and the ugly. So I'm gonna go with you first. What is the um your good for week two of the NFL season? Um, I think the Ravens getting over the hump and you know beating the and beating and and beating. I think any team that was zero on one and found the way to win, I think that you have to you have to say it's good. Even though you have the extra game, you you don't want to start off the season on two. So I mean, like you look at the Ravens um, coming back and winning. You look at uh, the Titans. So I mean, what a gutsy performance by them. They were down, you know. Double digits. It felt like they were down double digits for a good portion of the second half for them to come back and win the game overtime. Um, uh, you know, uh, Dallas uh, winning the game and San Diego missing four starters. That you know, that's that that's good. Um, but uh, yeah, no, um, I, I think that any of the teams that were you know on one that found the way to win to avoid going on two that you had to say that's good. Good for the Raiders too. The Raiders two and zero. Oh, if you would have looked at the schedule beginning of the year, I think most people would have had the Raiders starting off on two and. They've gotten off to a good start, uh, so I would say that you know that's good. Um, the the Rams, um, the marriage between uh, Matthew Stafford and and Sean McVay looks like it's a match made in heaven. They they won um, a tough road game, twenty seven twenty four. So I mean there there was a lot of there was there was a lot of good in um, Taylor Haneke. Uh, uh, doing his thing on Thursday night football, so, so the Redskins can um, start off on two. Um, there was a lot of good. There was a lot of good in in, in week two. Yeah, um, as obviously um, the Baltimore Ravens. I think that that Lamar Jackson zero three versus Patrick Mahomes going into that matchup and actually winning that game. Even though we talk about it's a regular season game, but those are the type of moments that set the tone going forward for this team. This, this is such a confidence booster for them. Because you look at even with the rash of the injuries from the running back position, and you got to think to yourself, like, God, we pulled off a victory like this. And even though Lamar had to put up – had to run for 100, what, 107 yards or whatever. But those type of situations where it's like, hey, in the trenches, we can, you know, we can do our thing. Even just imagine if they would have been, you know, as far as you look at their running back room is pretty much depleted from injuries. And to get a win like that, and then just even at that gutsy uh, fourth call, even though they they made like it, it was the the was gonna say no. I'm like, no, of course he's gonna. You ain't gonna get oh, yeah. the ball I mean, back. And should and and, and <laughs> right. I mean. And, and they should and and yeah. they should have gone for it too. I mean, like oh, Kansas yeah. City had proved yeah. Kansas City had proven um, that they couldn't um, that they couldn't yeah. stop the run the whole game. Right. I mean, like right. I, I, I trust them to get a yard and a half. Yeah, yeah. And then think about it. You you got a you got a fumble in in a key circumstance. You ain't giving that mm-hmm. ball back because and that was because that was going to end up happening and that was going to end up happening. That's what Andy Reid was thinking. I'm just going to run this ball, kick this field goal, and get out of here with a victory. Mm-hmm. But that that Alaire, uh, you know, um, Edwards Alaire um, fumble that cost him that game. But yeah, I mean that was just great momentum. Um, you know, it's, it's like exorcism weekend. And also to your point where um, 
Washington family beat um, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is 0-4. I mean, um, was 4-0 against us. Now, you know, yeah. it's funny. He had eight wins in his in his career, and four of them was against the Washington football team. So you look at yeah. that, that's another one where you look at that. And then, obviously, that, and Daniel Jones' history dates back to seven games for me, personally, because he beat us all seven times at Duke. I mean, all, all three times at Duke and then four in Washington. So that's another thing where you look at that. Um, and then um, the Carolina Panthers. I think Carolina Panthers, um, what they did, like I said, um, we talked about it earlier, as far as um, just their defense and um, pretty much holding uh, the Saints, um, you know, offense. Because we looked at their offense last week with Jameis. You know, everybody was – and that's what, that's what we – the overreaction happens. Well, we looked at him like, oh, he's back, he's back. He just came back down to earth this week. But um, and that's a quality, you know, they had a Carolina had a quality opponent against um, and that's another divisional team that they um that they face. So that's another one where you two and oh, and then you think about it, you got <laughs> and you you playing and forty eight hours from now, you, you might wake up Friday morning, you might be three and oh. Three and oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I think it's a strong yeah. possibility that they wake up Friday morning three and zero. So yeah, no, they've they've got they've they've gotten off to and I they were kind of my surprise team. I I I, I was kind of high on them. Um, you know, yeah. this year with uh based off of what they did last year and them um changing the quarterback up. So yeah, no, they've gotten off to a hot start. So yeah, yeah. And another one, I'm actually I'm not feeling too the Denver Broncos. That's a team that I really was high on. I actually yeah. had them as a double-digit win team as and I did with the preview. And just the player Teddy Bridgewater just willing them to win. Uh, that defense is stout. Uh, like I said, they had they had a Washington football team in the West. But um, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, those are pretty much the goods. Uh, what about the bad? What you got? Uh, so injuries were the bad. I mean, Andy Dalton going down, Carson Wentz getting spraining both his ankles. There were a lot of injuries. Um, um, Brandon Graham rupturing his Achilles. There were a lot of like big injuries. Um, Jarvis Landry spraining his MCL. I thought that that were bad. And the other thing I'm going to say is bad too. I think time management, time management at the end of these games was really bad. I mean, like, uh, uh, Greg Zerlin um, bailed out Mike McCarthy. I don't understand what you're doing. Like, uh, and even in the Minnesota game, um, the Minnesota Vikings actually let 40 seconds run off the clock, and they could even have gotten a closer field goal. So I think time management was really, really, really bad. And you just wonder what some of these teams are doing. Like, I've always thought that at the end of the game, you want the field goal to be as close as possible, not as far as away as possible. And um, another bad, I'm going to go to the to the Washington Giants game. Washington really should probably be 0-2 right now. I mean, that mm-hmm. penalty, man, that that's a horrible penalty. You're not going to block the kick right there, so why do you jump off sides? Why? I mean, like, there was a, there was a lot of, like, just bad – play and the chargers with the 10 penalties like yeah yeah, like but yeah i I would say the injuries and the clock management were my bad from week two yeah and oh i I still got that darius slayton play in my head like 
Oh my god! I still think in my math think he caught it. Like, oh so yeah, crazy. man. I mean, like there, uh, the 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 that that game was so weird. Like, I picked Washington oh, to win. I picked Washington crazy. to win that game, and but there were just so many like ebbs and flows where I was like, oh man, Washington's gonna win this game. Then I'm like, no. Did you? When Heineke threw that interception, I was like, man, the Giants are gonna win this game, man. It, yeah, man. It's just. And you know what's funny? I thought it was literally like deja vu because it was. I, I, I swear, I think it, it felt like it was in the same spot like last week when we lost to the Chargers, where Antonio Gibson fumbled, mm-hmm. and then that that led to the Mike Williams touchdown and pretty much sealed the game. You know, mm-hmm. after we held them what's like thirteen points up to that up to that point, yeah. and that one where it's like, oh my god, like it was like two minutes left to go, we had the lead, and you're like, oh my god, this is. We're, we're done. Like, like It's literally like deja vu all over again. But luckily, we did hold him to a field goal, and then we ended up getting you know, getting a field goal and winning by that, by that one point. But, yeah, that's yeah, – it, it's it don't get as scary as that. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that – oh, my God, that was so crazy. When I seen that interception, I was like, oh, God, we lost. I'm telling you. But then Dustin Hopkins, God bless his soul, Keep that field goal. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I I, I knew (laughs) when he missed the 48-yarder and and I saw the side, I was like, Hopkins, like, to me, Hopkins, to me, like, you kind of want Hopkins, like, 43 in is what you want him for a field goal. 45 out is kind of when you get to the situation where you don't know whether he's going to make it or not. But when it was 43, I was like, this man ain't going to miss two in a row, man. But, like, yeah, the Giants, the the, the Giants, like, the Giants, man. Yeah, man, that was that was that was bad. Yeah, it was it was so crazy. That was and it, and it was it was good because it was on a Thursday night. I was able to enjoy the weekend, like you know, watch yeah. all the teams, watch the red zone, just 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 relax this week, you know. But um, the bad, our boy Tyrod Taylor. Oh my god, like always getting hurt, man. So, He's got the worst look in the world, man. And then, like, week two once again. Because, you know, the same situation happened last year with the punctured lung. Yeah. That's another thing, too. It's just like, like, like I thought last year was crazy. And last year is, is, is ultimately crazy. Like, how you get a shot, and then the shot was so deep that they literally punctured your lung. Lung, yeah. So, then this situation, because I was looking at it from the standpoint of, because he was the bridging guy, guy for, for Baker. He comes into Cleveland. Actually, had, actually had a pretty damn good game because I think he only had one. Um, because I think he was like, a, yeah, he, he was eleven for twelve, man. Yeah, 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 he was playing good. He was playing yeah, good. He yeah. was balling, and then you know, now with that, um, with the hamstring injury, and he's placed on IR. So who knows how long he's gonna be? Uh, was about a couple. He'll be out for a couple weeks or so. Alone. He'll be, he'll be. Yeah, if he if they play yeah. tomorrow, he's got to miss a minimum of three games. Three games. Yeah. 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 But um, and you just look at just that standpoint of just him, and it's he just has had the weird, like I said, the weirdest luck, the weird. He's like to me, I think Tyrod is almost like the biggest what if, uh, in a, in a, so many circumstances. I I think back uh, even the situation like with Buffalo when he led into the playoffs for the first time in in this century, in at yeah. that time. So and then if he wouldn't, have, I think then and I remember that game against Jacksonville where he threw that interception like right at the end zone. And I'm like, that really turned the course for Jacksonville and that prompted them pretty much 
to make their improbable run to almost beating the Patriots in the AFC Championship Championship game. game, yeah. But then you look at everything else that happened. You know, the Cleveland situation, you know, gets a concussion on a Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Then Baker wins his game. He, that's the first time they won a game in what, like two years or something like that? Was, I forgot. It was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, so you knew from there, like, he's done. And then you looking at this situation, and then you look at last year with um, you know the situation is in, in Los Angeles, and yep. then that prompted Justin Herbert. So if you're Davis Mills, you got Davis Mills. Shit, like, well, do, like, dude, well, dude, man, well, dude, like, dude, yeah. I mean, like, like you know, you look man. at you look at uh, Baker. Baker was number one pick. Justin Herbert was happy. I don't yeah. think he has much to worry about. Davis Mills. <laughs> Hopefully, he does. But that would be horrible for you to lose. <laughs> you basically yeah. lost. You lost. You lost. Three. This will be That's his third job he's lost because of injury. Yeah. Right, and, and 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 the thing about it, these aren't like se- like season-ending injuries. These are pretty much injuries that happen, and then your then the backup became who they are. Like as far as like, because Baker became a cult like hero once he won that game against the Jets on a Thursday night. You can't tell Baker made for nothing because obviously at that time they uh-huh. won their first game in, in in two years, and Justin Herbert. Look what he ended up having. The, the most touchdowns for a rookie in, in, in NFL history. And not saying that Davis that, that um, Davis Mills is going to have that, but a part of you think to yourself like and, and, and like you say, it could be Tyrod's luck where you're like, damn, like yeah, it, you know, it could be, but and, and knowing Houston and knowing how Houston operates, I would not be surprised if they do play Davis Mills just to see what he's all about all year. Yeah. Just for the hell of it. And like yeah. I said, and, and Tyron will probably be back and healthy in a few weeks, and then he, he'll, you know, he'll be on the bench. So yeah, but yeah. Well, poor guy, man. Yeah, at least he got a ring. So the one thing about it, he got a ring. You know, yeah, he does. One, one look at one one thing, you know, you know, but I don't yeah. know. But yeah, but that's that's my bad this week. Um, ugly. Ooh, so ugly. The play of rookie QBs this yeah. week. Uh, they had a rough go at it. Trevor Lawrence, who I feel bad for. Trevor, the the Jacksonville line is horrible. I kind of, I I had higher hopes for Jacksonville, but then I saw their line and like I, mm-hmm. Jacksonville will be lucky to win three games this year. Um, their line is horrible, and I also kind of. I kind of don't understand why they traded Gardner Minshew. Like my thing is this is that like I think that when you have a bad offensive line, I think that you have the veteran quarterback to kind of be the sacrificial lamb while the rookie just sits on the bench. Um, but yeah, uh Zach Wilson was yeah. had a bad go had a bad go of it too. And Justin Field had a bad go of it too. Like you look at that Chicago Cincinnati game, which was weird. We didn't really talk about it, but yeah. that Jacksonville, uh, that 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 Cincinnati Chicago game. If Cincinnati sacks Justin Fields because he broke out of that sack and got the first down, but if he if he gets sacked there, I think the Bears lose that game. I think the Bears lose that game because they were down twenty, they were up twenty to three, and Cincinnati had the momentum. If Cincinnati makes a sack there, they end up losing the game. And my last ugly two. Um, I remember the last time I was on here, the guy was the Falcons fan, and like he was oh, kind of howling about the. I I don't see really any redeeming thing about that team at all. I, I yeah. like if 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 Atlanta wins 
five games this year, I'll be shocked. Like, they're a bad football team. They're not good. Um, The two best things they have going for them are skill position players and and Pitts and and Calvin Ridley. They don't really have any redeeming qualities uh, about them. So, yeah, but ugly – I'm going to say the Falcons, and then I'm going to say the rookie QBs because uh, Zach Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, they had a rough go at it this week. Yeah, and like, like the Falcons, you think to yourself like how – and it's crazy because like I think it's like the Philly situation where they, they got destroyed. Didn't he say? Didn't the guy say? And this is what I was. I I didn't say anything because I didn't really know him. Man, this is the first time. But he was saying, "Oh yeah, we go against the NFC East this year. I'm not afraid of anybody." And I was thinking, "My house, like yeah." And watch y'all go one. And watch y'all go on four against the NFC East too. Watch. And the the fun thing, they got the Giants this week, and then they got Mm. Washington the following week. So yeah, so we gonna figure out, you know, yeah. Yeah, well, no, that, I, think, I think yeah. I think I think the I think the Giant I think the Giants beat them this week, and I think I think yeah. that you guys like destroyed them next week too. Like, yeah, right. like yeah. he we, <laughs> and and I also think people kind of overreacted to like the Philly thing. Like, look, man, like I don't think Philly's right. a bad team. I don't think I think people were kind of shitting on NFC East or last year. I don't think yeah. any of the teams in NFC East are particularly bad. Like, uh, I saw a lot of people saying Philly was going to be three and fourteen this year, which I didn't understand. Um, I don't think there's a bad team in it. I don't think there's a great team in the NFC East, but I don't think there's a bad yeah. team at all. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, oh, the, yeah. the Falcons are the Falcons are horrible. Of course, you know the NFC East is always everybody punching bag. But the funny thing about all that type of stuff, everybody want to be us, and that's the thing that people people fail to realize. We draw ass. Like I don't care what nobody say. You can say it all, talk all your trash. Oh, this the best, this is the worst conference. This and third, but. You look at 7.9 people watch that game on Thursday night. That's the most. Yeah. And think about it. This this was this is a cable. This this was not on Fox. This wasn't on a regular. This was this was on a cable network mm-hmm. that got 7.9 million views. Mm-hmm. So to me, somebody watching the NFC East. So every time y'all oh, yeah. want to hate and y'all want to hate and talk about how we suck, but y'all watching us though, so don't get it right. And I guarantee you, when when y'all play Philly, that's probably gonna be the highest rated Monday Night Football game this oh, season. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, that's, oh, oh, absolutely. Because oh, guess oh, oh. what? Yeah, everybody love the NFCs. They love to hate us, <laughs> right? Straight up, like so. Yeah, man. They they trust me. They like to talk. All oh, y'all was everybody gonna suck. It's gonna be another one that's gonna be under five hundred. That's gonna make it. I'm like, all right, let let it play out. Let it play out. Let it play out. Y'all, yeah. y'all gonna see us. Y'all, y'all gonna see all four of us. We'll play. We're gonna play it out. But um, like I think my my uh, my um, ugly was uh, Zach Wilson. Um, Zach Wilson, another one where he at one point we had that three when he threw his third interception. He had more. He had just the amount the same amount of completions. It's interceptions. Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, it's – but, like, to me, it, it was a rough day in the office. Obviously, you know, you have Bill Belichick, um, you know, when, when he does who's, the rookie quarterbacks. Who's who's just, well, yeah. I think the first time you go against Bill Belichick, it's 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 rough anyway, man. So I mean, like he does a lot of just different stuff. So and I I don't think that they did. I don't think they did the kid any favors either. Like um, uh, Jamison Crowder was was inactive, and then uh, the receiver that they drafted from Baylor, I can't think of his name right now. He was inactive as well too. 
Who? He said for who? Uh, Baylor, oh. the one that they drafted last oh, year. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, um, yeah, I forgot who you're talking about. I know you're talking about them. It's, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, yeah. And yeah, and that's another thing, too, where he's going to have an Evan Flows games. And I, I know guys who read it, read to call him a bust. I'm like, nah, he's not a bust. He's going to be all right. You're going to have you those can't situations. Call, you can't, you, yeah, you can't call a quarterback. Yeah. You can't call that's, a quarterback yeah. a bust after two yeah. games. And I mean, I yeah. think people. <laughs> Forget that Peyton Manning had a rough go of it his first like month of the year of, of his career well, too, he, and he, he, he got better. he got he got better he got better as um as the season went on and you know the Colts ended up being the number one seed the next year uh yeah. in the AFC so I mean like um yeah I I I, I cringe yeah. when people talk about stuff like that yeah. so. And, and like you said, a lot of it too. You you just think about it. He doesn't have a lot of his weapons, and then also um, losing Bakai Becton. So it's a, it's a lot of factors that yeah. go into that situation. So to me, I don't. To me, I'm not like I, I still I, I, I still like um, Zach Wilson. Like he's gonna you know y'all they, they make fun of him because he look like he like one of the kids that being your little sixth grade algebra textbook. <laughs> but hey, he the baby face assassin, and I and I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him that. And I think he go. I think he go. He gonna be all right. I think yeah. I think yeah. I think I think he's. I think he's gonna be all right too. I think yeah. that people are just kind of. Yeah. Just, I mean, that happens. Yeah. And yeah, and like you, and it's just one of the things where I just think you know, and and like we said, we knew he was gonna take lumps. Like to me, I said he was gonna take lumps, and he's gonna like to me. I look at the Jets as kind of like that. You know, like in the NBA, we call it the. Um, all league pass type of team, like a team that you're kind of excited to watch. And I think the Jets kind of fit into that bill for me. And I think he, like, and just today was just a bad day in the office. I mean, like you said, we, he played the Patriots. So um, I don't know how he's going to fare this week against the against the, the Denver Broncos, but, uh, you know, but it's just one of the things where I think he's, he's going to have the ebb and flows of the season. And like you said, Peyton Manning, because I think if, if my memory serves correct, he led the, he led the league in interceptions. Mm-hmm. I think, did he? Because I think he had like almost, I think he had like 29 interceptions that year. I think. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. He had a, like he had a rough go so, of it, man. He, so, yeah. yeah. So, and I, he, he'll he be fine. And then, you know, um, he'll definitely, like, he, he gonna be all right. Don't, 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 don't worry about the baby face assassin. He gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and like you said, going back to the, uh, the Falcons, yeah, that one, like you said, 32 to 6 against the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> And then, obviously, talk the situation last week. I mean, hey, I mean, it was gonna happen. I mean, it's Tom Brady and 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 the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but yeah, 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 <laughs> crazy. So let's do some week three NFL picks. We'll yeah. go around the horn with. We're actually gonna do all the picks since we um since we got this going. So we got Carolina versus Houston. What you got? Carolina. Oh, I think Carolina. Yeah. Went, I, I think Carolina wins the game. I, I mean, like, um, I, I know it's a short week and everything, but I think Carolina has just the better team, and um, I expect for them to uh, give uh, Mr. Mills some fits. Um, I, I, I would actually say I, I, I would, I, I expect for Carolina to win this game by like ten points or more. Got Washington at Buffalo. What you got? Ooh, this is a <laughs> tough one. Um, 
I'm going to go Buffalo in this game. Um, I think this game is going to be close. Um, I don't like the way that Josh Allen has played uh, thus far. Um, I'm going to go Buffalo, but I think this is going to be one of these coin flip games. I think this game is going to be close. Actually, I don't know what the line is, but I would probably take – I would take Washington and the points okay. for this one, yeah. for the line. Oh, and I forgot to mention I got Carolina Thursday night. Um, I got Washington winning. Um, I don't even know. I don't even remember the last Big time we, we won. We won it in, uh, <laughs> in Buffalo. I have no ever idea, but I'll, I'll I'll know that stat by Friday when we do the Washington Football Guys podcast. Okay, but it's been it's been a while. I know this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we got the Chicago Bears going to Cleveland. Who you got? Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, it's even though y- y- your boy Justin Fields is going back to Ohio. Give me, give me the Browns. Yeah, give me the Brownies. Yeah, Baltimore goes to Detroit. What you got? Uh, give me, give me Baltimore. But I think that Golf will. I think Golf will play better this week because he's going to be indoors. He won't have to deal with the elements. Um, I, give me Baltimore, though. I, I think Baltimore wins. I think Baltimore wins the game, and I, I think that uh, I think that uh, Detroit struggles to stop their running attack as well. So, give me Baltimore. Yeah, give me Baltimore. You know, they'll they'll watch the game. Then after the game, watch Healy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got the Colts versus the Tennessee Titans. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Tennessee at the moment. If Carson Wentz can play, give mm-hmm. me, give me, give me Indy because I think Indy, if Carson Wentz plays, I think Indy is going to be a very desperate team. Indy, Indy, I think you can make an argument that Indy and Minnesota are the best 0-2 teams out there and they're better than some of the teams that are 1-1 at the moment. But at the moment right now, not knowing who's going to play, give me Tennessee in the game. Okay. All right. So we got the Los Angeles Superchargers. Going uh, going midway, they're going to Kansas City and Arrowhead. Who you got? Now, ooh, this is going to be a good game. I know that Kansas City is probably going to end up probably being – they probably – I would say that Vegas will probably make them five or six-point favors. Give me give me Kansas City in a shootout. I think the Chargers – Chargers haven't scored a, a, a lot this year. Like, they had 20 against Washington. They only had 17 against us. I look for their offense to get going. I think this is going to be a game. I wouldn't be surprised if this game is something like 34-31. Yeah, give me the Kansas City Chiefs, especially Arrowhead. It's going to be rocking. And yeah. I just can't see the Kansas City Chiefs being one and two, um, yeah. you know, to you know to to end the month of uh, in the month of September. Yeah. yeah. No, it's crazy. So, um, let's see. We got the New Orleans uh, Saints. Versus um, going to Foxborough, what you got? Now, this is a good one. Now, I hate making picks like this, like this early in the week, because I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen. If the Saints get their coaches back, give me New yeah. Orleans in this game. Um, New Orleans' defense is not half bad. And I think that they could give Mac Jones fits. And just the way that Belichick is going to call the game, he's going to kind of he's going to kind of turn Mac into a game manager. And they don't really have the out weapons on the outside as well. I'm going to say, give me the Saints in a bounce back over New England. Yeah, um, give me the Saints too because I think I, I'm telling because I'm forecasting the future. 
because next week is gonna be the big week. Next week is Tom Brady's homecoming. So yeah. you gotta think to yourself, they're gonna have a letdown. Either they're gonna beat Tampa Bay or they're gonna or they're gonna or or New Orleans. But I, I yeah. think they're gonna be I think they're gonna beat Tampa Bay next week potentially. But stay tuned next week for that. But give me the Saints in this one. Um this one, yep. So we got the Atlanta Falcons versus the New York Giants. And it's at New York, right? Yep, because guess what? Because the, the Carolina Tigers are coming to town and packing out that Mercedes-Benz Superdome against the Georgia Tech uh, Yellow Jackets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give me get get uh, give me the Giants in this game. I, I like I said before, I, I don't see any. I don't really see any redeeming qualities of this Falcons team now. Um, I do think that uh, the Giants' defense. There are some matchups that like Atlanta can take advantage of, but I, I, I think the Giants. Uh, I think the Giants win this game. All right. Um, yeah. Give Give me the Give me the New York Football Giants. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's just like you said. It's, it don't look good in Atlanta at this point, but you know this would be a perfect bounce back if they were to. Um, if they have a bounce back, it would definitely be against this Giants team at this point. Um, so we got the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Pittsburgh. What you got? Ooh, um, Pittsburgh is one and one, but I think legitimately they should be on to Roethlisberger has not looked good. Um, now, I, this is one of these games where I, I kind of don't want to pick it because I don't know what's going to happen because, you know, Roethlisberger has a has an oblique injury, at the a, pec, a pectoral injury, my, my mistake. And Pittsburgh's got a lot of injuries. I don't know, man. Um, the loser's going to go, and it's at Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Give me Pittsburgh for the win, but I... I, I I wouldn't bet any money on it. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm gonna pick Pittsburgh, but I would not be surprised if Cincinnati doesn't oh. win the game. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Okay. All right. So um call me crazy, but something about Cincinnati, they've they've been so tantalizingly close to, mm-hmm. to winning these games. Call me crazy. Let, let me be the let me be the lone wolf. Well, we all lone wolves because obviously we're not yeah. picking the same pick. But anyway, give me the Bengals. Even Cincinnati Bengals. I think yeah, they're gonna take and it. Like, like I mentioned, like um this if if I was stir if this was Thursday, I would I would I would I would probably be giving you a prediction, but like yeah, like I'm just gonna go yeah, with I mean, Pittsburgh for now. But <laughs> I, I could I, I definitely do see Cincinnati I, I see I see multiple ways of Cincinnati winning this game. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Arizona at Jacksonville, what you got? Arizona. Um yeah, the uh, give me give 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 me give me the give me the Cardinals in this game. Now it will be interesting to see if they have like any. Remember those those Arizona Cardinals team with Kurt Warner? How they would always have the East Coast funks. All of them. That's <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, East yeah, Coast yeah. Crazy, so man. yeah, um, give me Arizona in the game. Um, give me Arizona in the game because I just I don't like the Jaguars' offensive line, man. I, I just think that that Trevor Lawrence. I think Chandler Jones. I think I think Trevor Lawrence is gonna get to meet <laughs> Chandler Jones up close and personal many times this weekend. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah, he's definitely gonna know what's up with him. Um, Arizona. I think this is gonna be another one where um, they, you know, this is gonna be another Kyler Murray MVP showcase type of game for him. Um, I just like you said, and I think 
at this point, Jacksonville, it's so sad to think even though it's his week three in the NFL season, we still got 14 weeks left. Your boy Urban Meyer, I think he got one heart. Half his heart in the East Coast, the other half is um, get ready to go to Southern California. California, yeah. Dude, I I'm could like, see that. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I could see that happening. I don't. I, and, and, and the funny thing about it, I would not blame him. I would not be like everybody else who killed Nick Saban, Bobby Petrino. Like, I would. I would not blame him if he was to go to USC because he he have more clout going to USC than being in, being an NFL team. Like, yeah. and like we talked about it, like. If he can revamp USC, he'll be more popular. He'll be the most popular coach or in team in 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 um in LA. And even yeah. the success of the Rams and the um the success of the Rams and the Chargers going forward, Urban Meyer still be king of, the king of LA. Yeah. Regardless. So, yeah, if I'm him, yeah, I, I'm sorry trouble. I'm, I'm sorry trouble. You you be all right. We we you, you'll get a better coach. I am. But I'm going to LA. <laughs> like, like, what is it? What they say? You know, Jacksonville a little humid. I'm like LA it ain't humid deal. <laughs> you know, so we'll we'll definitely that'll be a developing story as as the season progress. Um, but yeah, give me Arizona. We got the New York Jets versus the Denver Broncos. Broncos. I think Broncos win this game easily. I think that um, he had a hard time with Bill Belichick. I hate to see what Vic Vangio is going to uh, – <laughs> what Vic Vangio has in store with him in, in Denver too, man. Denver – Ooh, I, I think this game. I think this game could get ugly. I could. I could see them losing by twenty plus points. I could see them just losing this game by twenty plus points. Yeah, man. This could be a. Uh, this is the the de facto Carolina Bowl. You got Javante Williams and Michael Carter squaring off in a running back duel. A <laughs> duel. Uh, but give me the uh, Washington Football Team in the West, the Denver Broncos. Uh, they'll move to three and zero. So you know, and 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 to my chagrin. At, we did a simulated season. I did have Denver being three and zero, even though that was, I don't think it's a stretch. But yeah. hey, you know it, it, it came to fruition. Yeah. We got the uh, my the tourist potentially Miami Dolphins headed to Las Vegas, the surgeon Las Vegas Raiders. Who you got? Ah, oh, well, the Raiders got their heart broken the last time. Um, uh, uh, the Dolphins on that game. After, I believe it was after Christmas, and that pretty mm-hmm. much ended their playoff hopes. And Ryan Fitzpatrick threw that dime towards the end of the game. Um, I think the Raiders get their revenge in this game. I think I, I, I won't be surprised if uh, I give me give me the Raiders, and I also will say uh, take the Raiders and the points. I would say. So. Um, yeah, I definitely the Raiders, and like you said, that was a beautiful play on on a Saturday night in December. Ryan Fitzpatrick, get 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 well, big fella. He threw that that dime to Mac Hollis. What school yeah. did Mac Hollis go to? University of North Carolina. <laughs> Knew that was going to come in the conversation somewhere, oh, but yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's yeah. you, it's, it, it. It is a must. It is a must. Any day, any any day of the week, you, you gotta plug this, these UNC guys because hey, we got dogs. You know, people think about Alabama, these other Power Five schools, but Carolina got some dogs in the NFL. But yeah, yeah I, you know, got to, got to, got 
had to. Yeah. Um, yeah, give, yeah, give me the Raiders as well. I think, like you said, um, who, who knows? Jacoby Brissett in the Miami Dolphins potentially, and and because I like even though we talk about Tua and that that rib injury, but it's gonna it's, that's that's gonna linger. I don't like I don't I can't I can imagine seeing him if he does play next. Uh, if he plays Sunday. He won't be 100%. I mean, the ribs is the ribs. Like, the ribs are a key function to your body, and it's going to linger. So, uh, with that being said, we got the potential, I think, and like you said, me and you feel it's the same way, the uh, NFC uh, Championship Preview. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers go to uh, the luxurious SoFi Stadium. Well, who you got? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go L.A. in this game. Um, okay. I do think that the, I I think this game is going to be a really good game. I just think that if you can get pressure from Brady up the middle, that's the key with beating him. Um, that's something that Dallas wasn't able to get on him in that game. So I'm going to go with the Rams um, in that game. Um, I think it's going to be a good one, man. I wouldn't be surprised. Like uh, 27-24. 31-28, I, I expect for it to be a really good game. It might be a high-scoring game, but I don't think the defenses are going to, you know, look too bad in the game. But, yeah, I'm taking the Rams in this game. Um, Yeah. Um, Give me uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think Tampa Bay is going to win this game. Um, this is another one where I think it's going to be like it's, it's, it's starting to become a collision course because we know Tom Brady going home next week, so – I think the Rams gonna not the Rams, but I think the Buccaneers gonna take care of business in this matchup. And like you said, it's oh, it's gonna be a, oh, it's gonna be beautiful. And then and actually, it's, it's actually two homecomings because obviously Tom Brady's from San Mateo, so mm-hmm. so the Southern California kid. So he got two two homecomings. So you know this is homecoming part one for him, and then homecoming you know his uh, his professional homecoming um, on uh, next week. But um, yeah. Yeah, so Tom Tom Brady comes back, the Sunshine Kid comes back at, at the at the uh, age of forty four years old, and um, you know makes his you know and does his thing against his Rams team, and yeah, um, so Seattle at Minnesota. Ooh, uh, Seattle had a hard time stopping the run, like. I have a hard time imagining that Minnesota starts 0-3. I'm going to take the Vikings in this game. I know probably the Vikings are probably going to be slight underdogs in the game, but like, yeah. I think that Seattle has some issues with their offensive line. They they lost a couple of guys off the season. Um, they lost a couple of guys actually on the game on Sunday. And um, I think Minnesota, I think, Zimmer is a is a really good defensive coach. I think he's gonna find a way to cook up some pressure to get to Russell Wilson. Now, I think that, like I mentioned before, the Colts, the Colts and the Vikings are better than some of these teams that are one and one. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Vikings are gonna win this game. Yeah, um, yeah, I got the Minnesota. Even though you know we you know you got our, our boys out of Seattle, Russell Wilson. Uh, two-time rich time spatch play of the year, and then I got Dwayne Brown. Um, yeah, just give, give me give me Minnesota. I think they uh, two heartbreaking losses back to back, and I think they'll get themselves together in this uh, matchup as well. And uh, shout out to Kirk Cousins. 
<laughs> so um, <laughs> you got, uh, let's see, we got Green Bay, San Francisco, a Sunday night affair. What you got? Um, San Francisco, is, they've had some injuries um, with running back. Yeah. Um, I think this game's a toss-up. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go with the 49ers in this game. I think the 49ers are going to, I think the 49ers are going to continue to find a way to like, you know, frustrate Rogers. And like I mentioned, like we mentioned before, San Francisco has been a house of horrors for a green Bay the last few years, actually. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think San Francisco could take care of business. That's another one where you just look at and and they'll just show off their depth as far as, um, and like you said, Running back by committee, we all know. Like, and I talked about it last week on uh, two weeks ago on the show. They even somebody even at my age, I could probably get fifty yards on on that San Francisco um, offensive line. So, <laughs> with that being said, give me the forty nineers. Yeah. And to round out week three of the NFL season, we have the Philadelphia Eagles versus your beloved Arlington football team, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> well, who you got, JB? Uh, I'm gonna go with Dallas in this game. I think that they're at home. Um, Philadelphia, are they is Jalen Hurts gonna be able to throw the ball down the field and consistently be able to score in the red zone? And I also think that that Brandon Graham injury is gonna end up looming large. And uh, what's their tight end's name? He's out for the game as well, too. Um, for um, for uh, the Eagles. Oh, 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 mm, Ertz. Ertz, yeah, Zach Ertz yeah, is out. Graham is out. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the cow. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys uh, in the game. I think it. It'll be a. It won't be a blowout. I don't think. I think it'll be a close NFC East game. So. Yeah, um, and that's probably like we said. It's gonna be the highest grossing, um, as far as that grossing, but as far as viewership of Monday Night Football at this point, um, it's it's gonna do numbers. It's gonna definitely do numbers, but in this game. Um, I got a tie. No, 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 no. Dallas will take care of business. The the Arlington football team will take care of business. I think they'll they'll win this football game. You know, if you if you call a tie and it happens in a pickle, I think you should get like double or triple the points. Like that should that should that should definitely be like that's like that's like that would be ultimate. If you were digging a tie, like if somebody yeah, does no. that, that, that's wild. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that is that would be crazy. So we giving out game balls this week. Um, who are you giving out this week's game ball to? Let me get that graphic. Uh, I'm gonna give my game ball. I'll, I'm gonna give my game ball to Aaron Jones. I thought that he he played really well last night. I'm glad that they found his necklace that had his father's ashes inside yeah. of it. So yeah, I'm glad that they yeah. found that. I mean, yeah. and you could tell he was playing with a heavy heart because his dad was coming to all of his games or whatever. His dad yeah. unfortunately passed away in April. Yeah. So I'm gonna give my game ball to, uh, to give my game ball to Aaron Jones, even though that was some disrespectful shit he did against the Cowboys a few years ago. <laughs> back paddle, back paddling in the end zone. And waving to Byron Jones, I I didn't yeah. forget that Aaron. <laughs> yeah, man, that yeah that was cold. I ain't gonna yeah. lie about that. So this week I'm actually giving out two game balls. Um, actually, you know the the one I'll talk about later, it just happened today. So I, this was this wasn't planned. This just this happened today. But the, my original game ball is gonna go to uh, Trevion Henderson. 
the running back from Ohio State. Uh, he did his thing. Um, oh, yeah. 277 yards, uh, three touchdowns. He actually broke Archie Griffin's freshman record for running um, for rushing yards. And another another product of the 804. Definitely huge shout out to my to, to the 804. We some dogs in the 804. You know, definitely huge shout out to Travion Henderson. He's doing his thing, you know. And it, it, it's it, it always it's, it's, it, 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 it trips me out because like I think when they played Minnesota, um, Gus Johnson had the call and he talked about you know when when Trevion had that that run, it's like Trevion Henderson from Hopewell, Virginia. I was like, oh, 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 oh. Like, okay, okay. And then he talked about the state because he was like, yeah, he he enrolled in January because of the because of the season and because of Virginia. They had the they had the spring season in the fall, and I was like, okay, okay, you're doing your homework. I, I like that. I like that. But um, what he's doing is just tremendous. And then another game ball, I gotta give it to JJ Reddick, man. To Great me, career, man. To, I don't know. To, yeah, he did. He had a fantastic career, and it just trips me out. Like now, because. You think about it. He's he's a class 2002 guy as well. So a part of you, you think to yourself like, God, this is it. It, it trips you out because like I don't know how I'm gonna be like when Le, when LeBron and Melo and they retire, and I'm like, oh wow, this is this yeah, is crazy. this is crazy. Like he's our peers. Like he's yeah, like no. you know he's a guy. You're right. He's the guys that we actually grew up with. Like as far as you know, versus like Jordan and Kobe, which they were older than us, but. We yeah. witnessed them even in high school. Obviously, like when K- like K Spring, JJ Reddick was the number one player in our state in our graduating year, and yeah. he and he beat George Wilf in the state championship. So it's like Sean, you know, and then also had that great career in Duke, and then also in in, in the NBA, and it just was solid, man. And like he was the most hated, like dude. It's so it, it still trips me out, like when he was at Duke and just everybody, like everybody hated JJ Reddick. It was so it was it was so funny. It used to trip me out, especially like when y'all used to go to Maryland. Like, dude, like, yo, they they, they hate, the yeah, they hate, they hate, they, 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 they hate that, yeah, they, they hate that he got, yeah. Um, I'm hoping, <laughs> yeah. dude. I'm part of me is like hoping that I'm hoping that like maybe January, February, that Brooklyn gives him a call, right, and he yeah. can latch on to like Brooklyn because I know he wants to stay on the East Coast. So yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm hoping that he can you know do his thing and maybe have like one more run so he can get a championship. And you know what was kind of sad, you know, with the yeah. with the Bucks with the Bucks winning the championship, like it was sad that Kyle Corver wasn't on that team, man. I Kyle Corver wasn't on the team, man. So you know, I like know. yeah. I know, Sean. He's another eight, um, eighty-four club, eighty-four. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, yep. Yeah. God, that's great. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Yep. Yeah. And eighty-four. Yeah, he eighty-four guy. Yeah. yeah, man. It's 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 crazy. That's how I like, man. You know, club eighty-four, man. It's starting to get a little. You know, we getting rich. It's starting. It's starting. It's getting real, bro. Yeah, it's starting to get a. It's starting. It's starting to get a little. It's starting to get a little light, man. Yeah, no, nah, man. Yeah, well, you know, and I feel some kind of way, man, when um, Kobe and Duncan all retired, uh, dude, man, that was tough, man, because, like, we grew up watching them, Kobe, and, and you know, right. Kobe unfortunately passed away, man, and, yeah, yeah that's, um, yeah, Kobe, yeah, Kobe, uh, Kobe, uh, Gar- uh, Kobe, Garnett, and Duncan all retired the same year, man. 
Right. And that's, and you think about them, they were a part of our childhood. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, you look at JJ and them, they are peers. Like, we're all the same age. Like, 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 like we talked about it. I, I don't, I, the only time I remember JJ and Ray, I know, I know they won a state championship the year we graduated because I remember they beat George Will. Because mm-hmm. I remember George Wolf was, they were dogs. Yeah. And then they beat, they, you know, and then I remember hearing about JJ Ray, like reading about him. But I didn't really, you know, because you think about when we was in school, it ain't like what it is now where the information was was bevy. Like you yeah. actually had to read. Like, you know what I mean? like, oh, yeah, yeah, dude. And like the internet, <laughs> the internet, the internet wasn't that advanced either, man. Now you can just type in, you can type in Bronny James and they have all this information about him and like right. scouting reports and stuff right. like that. No, you right. had to read back in the day, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's how I found out about LeBron James. I, I, a random, random trip to South Carolina. I was bored. I had to read a magazine. You know, yeah. now that, you know, I'm stating myself, but you know, these kids now they got tablets, cell phones, computers. We had to read a magazine. A six hour oh, trip. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's too it's 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 too it's it's too bad. Uh, we didn't have Deshaun. Deshaun would have gave us the whole scouting report. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tell you, man, it, it's a trip, man. It's like, yeah, you just look at the type of stuff, like you saying, like, what's well, like, little bro? Like, it's gonna be weird. You think about, the, you know, because yeah, if once Club eighty four closes doors, I like, yeah, it's gonna. It might be a little. It's just you know. I don't know how I'm gonna react, but it's gonna yeah. be definitely a um, issue, especially Melo, when he retires, and just LeBron, because obviously LeBron. I you know, I remember reading about him in the, in the tenth grade in a Slam magazine on, on my way to South Carolina. So just imagine, you know, you know, you had to actually hear about these guys, and they won't really like you know how it is now. Like you said, like 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 Bron and James. You can find out Brian and James, so it's a matter of a finger, you know, uh, just a finger tap, and you can figure all the information about him versus, like you said, when we were coming up here. So it was a whole lot different. But um, yeah, man, definitely huge shout out to um, to these two guys. Actually, I was JJ's from Virginia, so I guess consider him a, um, a local product as well. So I'll, I had a shout out, shout out my local guys, and yeah, man. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely shout out to Trevion Henderson. Like I said, the 804, we got dogs. So, you know, we got dogs in the 804. So, you know, we got a, we got a, we got a breeding ground of, of five-star athletes uh, migrating uh, in our great city of Richmond <laughs> and the outskirts. So definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely, uh, definitely great. So, yeah, let's put a ball on this week's Couch Coach Live and uh, social media. What you got? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm only on Facebook. I haven't got an Instagram yet. I promise the next time I come over here, I'll have an Instagram. I have an Instagram <laughs> ready, 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 ready to roll. I have Instagram ready to roll. So yeah, next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Instagram. Yeah, having somewhat of a digital footprint, you know. And yeah. the thing with Instagram is a little interesting, you know. And even though I, I know I've been slacking on Instagram, but I definitely need to get back on there and post more clips and do more stuff on there and kind of add some more to footprint to it. But yeah, man, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram on the Couch Coach Live. Uh, also check out the podcast anywhere you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, uh, under Couch Coach Live. Also watch the football guys every Friday night, eight o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Then we do the watch the football guys post game show after um, after the, after the watch the football games, and we got overreaction Monday, Monday seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then see you Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, on Saturdays, uh, NFL pregame show that we have. 
So, yeah, man. Um, once again, another great show. And, you know, this is, um, this, and yeah, let's close out um, Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. Yes, it's, you know, we did the podcast on the 21st night of September. So, yeah. so we <laughs> always remember the 21st night of September. Because yeah. we was here on Couch Coach Live wow. <laughs> um, talking, talking, uh, talking some NFL. But yeah, yeah. man, so most definitely. So, um, once again, great show, great show. And we will, Catch you guys next week on this on Couch Coach Live.